Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today we have part two of Louis Giglio's message about seven supernatural thoughts. Here's Louis. But planting these supernatural thoughts, and you say, well, what do you mean supernatural thoughts? Are they like some kind of special thoughts that only a few people can know? No, everyone who comes in contact with Almighty God through Christ and opens up his word by the Spirit can know these thoughts. But these are not ordinary, regular, run-of-the-mill, oh, I was just thinking today kind of thoughts. These are God-powered, supernatural ideas. They're transactional and transformative. They can take something that is dead and make it alive, take something that is broken and make it whole. These thoughts have within them woven into their very DNA, the power of Almighty God. And they're not going to be that revolutionary. I, I don't know. If, if you're new to faith and new to Jesus, you might be going, I, I don't even know. I've never heard this before. But the greater possibility is that you've been around faith and around God and around church and around worship all of your life, but you still don't have a well-cultivated garden of thinking. And today God is saying, let's turn that story around today. In fact, let's start with you believing that you can take control of what you think about and that you're not just a, a person standing by the wayside as your thought life is developed, but you actually have the ability to control the playlist of your thoughts. What would you plant if you had the opportunity to make sure I want to think about this? Now, I have all these random thoughts, right? Like they pop into my head all the time. I don't know where they come from. Some of them are weird and some of them are random. And some of them I'm like, oh, I don't know. Why would I think about something like that? So the enemy, he's got thoughts coming in. People are putting thoughts in. You can't look at your screen without all these thoughts coming in. But what are you intentionally planting in the garden of your mind? And if you'll plant these things and give them time to take root, if you will stay with them and cultivate them, God will promise you today that you will see a different you in the season to come. And the first thing is this. The first of these supernatural thoughts is, I am in God's story. You have to plant that thought in your mind. And the reason you have to plant that thought in your mind is it is not natural for a human being who's fallen to have that thought. So you have to let God by the Spirit awaken supernaturally this new idea to you, I am in God's story. And you've got to plant that thought daily, maybe hourly for a season until it takes root in your life and begins to produce fruit in your life that you are in fact in God's story. That you go back often to this phrase, in the beginning, God. In other words, didn't start with me, I'm not the one who is instigating anything. I am in a story that began with God, and that's my reference point for life. In other words, I don't, a friend of mine said this the other day, I wish I could take credit for it, but he said, so many people sitting in church, I feel like this is just a reference point for them. 
Like, I, oh, I need to find something. Oh, I know, there's something over here. Oh, there it is. That, that, that's my reference point for this particular question that I'm asking or this particular situation that I'm in or this particular need that I have. I just, I needed a reference point. It's kind of like Google on spiritual terms. And this was a reference point for me more than this is a global lens through which I see everything, including me. I am in God's story. I don't know if you remember way back in the day, but we used to, a lot of us go to something called a mall. And a mall was a collection of stores of all different varieties, all located in one place, some indoor, some outdoor, depending on what part of the world you're in, some small, some enormously large. And what would happen invariably is you were looking for a particular store among hundreds of stores. And so randomly throughout the mall, it was a diagram and a directory of the mall that you were in and you looked at it and it didn't make much sense until you found the thing that said what? You are here. <laughs> and once you knew what you were here, you could sort of work your way up the 200s and then they turned green at the 300s and then you knew the upper level was the yellow 400s and then you knew, okay, I need to generally go this way to start working my way towards the destination I want to end up at. You had to figure out at some point, where am I? And this is a way of thought that produces an attitude and a spirit of life. It's, it's opening up this word and realizing as you do, I am here. This is my location based on my relationship with Christ, what Christ has done for me, how God has uniquely wired me and set me in motion. And this is my starting point for life. We talked about it way back in the day in the indescribable talk, but we were talking about trying to get our heads around the Milky Way galaxy and around our solar system. You know, we used to go all the way out to Pluto. Uh, I don't know, think Pluto counts anymore, but just imagine the solar system that we live in, planet Earth revolving around our one star, the sun. And the illustration was given in reference to the Milky Way galaxy and its size, our solar system would be like the size of a quarter in an area as big as the North American continent. So that's the solar system. And North America is the Milky Way, one of hundreds of billions of other galaxies in the world. And that's where we are, somewhere down in there, somewhere on a, a little speck of dust, somewhere among the seven and a half billion people. That's us. That's our reference point. And unless we have that, we're going to miss out, I believe, on everything in life. Unless we plant the first thought, which is, I am in God's story. The story is not about me, but I have been graciously invited in and almost like given a front row seat to be included in the story of God. It's so like a few years ago, Shelly and I got invited to a live television show. One of the, probably was the most watched show in, in America at the time, um, an entertainment show. And 
We were invited by the executive producer and his wife to come and be at the finale of this show. And so there we are. It's pretty great to be in that space. And when it was over, people were like, well, how was it? We were like, man, it was so great. So amazing. We had such a great time. We were not in it. We were not contestants. We were never on television. No one knew our name. No one really actually even knew we were there. But it was an incredible experience because we had been invited in to that moment by the person who was co-creating that moment to enjoy that moment. And that's what life is. We've been invited by Almighty God into a story that he has set in motion to come with him into his story to appreciate and enjoy and even be included in what he is doing and to have the opportunity to do what we did that night, which was to go to dinner with the co-creator of this thing and have an actual relationship to think that you are in a story of God that is not about you, but you're not sad about that because you get to have dinner with God every night. The one who's creating the grand story of the universe that you are in. Plant that thought. I am in God's story. The second thought, we'll move kind of quickly, is this thought, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You've got to plant that thought. You're like, well, where, I, where do you get a thought like that? I, I didn't get that from my background. I didn't get that from my parents. I didn't get that from myself. And culture's not necessarily telling me that every single day. You get that from the word of God, the word that uproots and the word that plants. And that word tells you, let me let you know, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139, verse 14. Think about the juxtaposition, juxtaposition of those two words. You're fearfully made. We, we don't even know how to use that word in, in a relative sentence. What does it mean? It means when you think about you from the perspective of the creator, it's jaw-dropping. It's awe-inspiring. It's beyond our ability to even breathe it in. And it makes something inside of us shudder with a sense of the otherness of God. You are fearfully made. Oh, and at the same time, wonderfully made. The wonderfully word has at its root specifically made. In other words, not like the galaxies and not like the quasars and not like the ocean's breadth, you are made more distinctly than that. And we know that the part of us that is made more distinctly than that and why we are jaw-dropping, awe-inspiring, make you tremble on the inside made and uniquely and specifically and distinctly made, it's because we're made in the image of God. We are image bearers of the divine. That God Almighty, when he made you, made you with a reflection of his 
image in you. You didn't make God in your image. He made you in his image. And you've got to plant that thought in your mind from his word and let it take root and be cultivated so that you'll wake up every day and go, I know one thing that's true about me. I'm jaw-dropping, heart-trembling created, and I am distinctly a reflection and an image bearer of the almighty God. And nothing in all of creation can say that. That's who I am. And that thought, that thought is going to jettison some of the destructive noise that the enemy has tried to put in your mind that is going to bring you a harvest in days to come that is nothing but destruction and lies. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That was Louis Giglio, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Seven Supernatural Thoughts, Louis Giglio. You can also find out more information at louisgiglio.com. I hope that you have a fabulous day today and that you know how much God loves you and that you can live a 320 life more than you can imagine in Christ. God bless you.